You are Locked On Fantasy, your daily NFL fantasy podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Vinny Iron. I'm not doing this. I'm writing about NFL and fantasy football for SportingNews.com. You can check out my signature columns of the week. We have our week four picks against the spread, all the games, breaking them down, what we think will happen with the outcomes. I also have my stardom sit column, looking across positions on the matchups of week four. We'll break down... The quarterbacks and running backs today will also address any injury issues along the way, looking at the best and worst matchups for your players and who you should like over somebody else here in your lineups for week four. We'll do that with quarterbacks and running backs today. We'll come back and do that with wide receivers, tight ends, and defenses on Thursday's show. So action-packed uh, double dose of matchups here by position for you on Lockdown Fantasy Football. A little change we made. Hopefully that will make it a little bit easier there to uh, know who to put in your lineups each week and also who to avoid forcing into your lineups in a given week. Before we do that, I get to tell you, uh, thanks for making Locked On Fantasy Football your first listen today. We are free and available to you on all platforms. This episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash LockedOnNFL. All right, it's uh, time to dive in the show. A lot to get through here. We'll look at quarterbacks and how I... Have them stacked on the board this week. Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. Josh Allen was the number one pick among quarterbacks. Lamar Jackson is the number one scorer right now. They are playing in the same game. The Ravens defense struggling on the back end. They're blitzing, needing to get pressure there, leaving their guys a little bit exposed. So the secondary hasn't played as well. They are forcing some turnovers, but overall in coverage, it's been pretty rough here for the Ravens. Uh, Their secondary... A lot of talent for the same reasons, uh, a little bit different. The Bills are struggling here. Micah Hyde is down here for a while. you got uh, issues with Jordan Poyer, Dane Jackson. We know Tredavious White's not in the lineup. So when you start up at the top, it's 5 o'clock somewhere or something like that. Allen Jackson, that's how you look at here for... The top of the rankings for sure. That is going to be a high-scoring affair between both quarterbacks. They're dealing right now. Red hot. Both these defenses struggling on the back end. So it's going to open things up here. I do like the Bills to win this game, but it's going to be pretty close to the Ravens. I think they can contain Mark Andrews a little bit. We'll get into that uh, there when we break down tight ends. But looking at Allen versus Jackson, a lot of points should deliver for you. And they're top two on the board this week. Now, Jalen Hurts has been outstanding as well. He's right there behind Jackson as a big-time fantasy scorer. So he's been another breakout guy we looked at there. So he gets the Jaguars at home. A pretty good matchup this week. So lock him in again. Joe Burrow, that was a good get-well game he had against the Jets. I think it continues against the Dolphins. They have Xavier Howard there on one side, but they will try to blitz him. Joe Burrow does very well against the Blitz. He's at home as well, so that feels really good here for Joe Burrow. 
Justin Herbert should be a little bit healthier with the ribs injury. He's playing the Texans this week. Very comfortable environment on the road against a weak defense. So he'll have a bounce back there from that Jaguars game we saw. Patrick Mahomes, they're locked in. It's a little tough against that Buccaneers defense. He's been a little bit underwhelming the last two weeks after a massive week one against the Cardinals there. So, uh, again, Patrick Mahomes, temporary expectations, but he definitely is sixth on this list in terms of guys you play every week. And Kyler Murray, it's been tough here. I think he might get going this week against the Panthers. The Panthers are pretty good in pass defense, but they need to get Murray to run a little bit more. That's the frustration we said practice, uh, some patience with him on Monday. No panicking yet with Kyler Murray, but he's got to do some more running, and I think it'll get better, but we got to see some production there to really feel good about Murray. All right, let's uh, turn to the guys that you might have more questions about. It's Tua Tagovailoa here. It's uh, someone we want to look at this week. Uh, the back injury is a little bit of an issue, a little bit questionable. He's banged up. If he's not in the lineup, we know we have to pivot away from him this week. We're definitely not going to go and put Teddy Bridgewater in this matchup on the road in, in Cincinnati. So if Tua's in there, I think you play him for sure. That means the team's confident that he's going to be healthy and he's got those weapons, Tyreek Hill and Jail Waddle, to get it done in this game. And there might be some volume opposite Joe Burrow. But if he's out, you're not extending your Bridgewater. So something to watch there for sure. And Kirk Cousins, again, it's been up and down, but he did have a nice game rebound from that Eagles disaster against the Lions in comeback mode. We want to do it more with Justin Jefferson, but yeah, definitely he's there. It's not a primetime game. It's an early morning kickoff there in terms of uh, the body clock for the Vikings in London against the Saints. So it's a 9.30 a.m. over here for the central time zone. It's 8.30, so it's a very early kickoff for their mental state here for the Vikings, but the Saints defense isn't played all that well. I think this is also a get-well game for Justin Jefferson. Russell Wilson, he's been hard to trust, but I actually do like him this week. The Raiders defense uh, could be down a couple secondary pieces here, Nate Hobbs and Rock Asin, so that's going to help, and there's not much on this pass rush. This is a chance to get that Broncos offense, I think, really rolling this week, so love and bounce back spot. Tom Brady hasn't done much, but He's getting Mike Evans back. He feels comfortable with Russell Gage. Julio Jones might be on the way back. So Chiefs pass defense isn't all that right now. So Tom Brady at home. Patrick Mahomes on the other side. He's going to put up the numbers. You look at Aaron Rodgers. Again, I don't expect a big game. This Patriots, or sorry, this Patriots team coming into Lambeau, they're not going to put up much of a fight here with Brian Hoyer. So... They're going to try to run to stay in the game, but Aaron Rodgers probably going to have an easier day at the office. They're 10.5-point favorites here at home, so well expected to win this game. The over-under is below 50, so the Packers should be in control here against the Patriots for the game, so I'm not expecting Rodgers to have high volume here, maybe 20 to 25 attempts at most, and maybe a couple touchdowns there, but I think he'll hit that there with 250 and 2. That's what you're looking for with Aaron Rodgers. It's kind of thrown back to Aaron Rodgers' earlier days, and again, when you have a complete Packers team, which we've seen here with the running game and the defense here, it's going to be a little resistance uh, game there. So I do see Rodgers just having a solid day, but he's not going to be spectacular with the volume here. I think you'll see a lot of uh, Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon in the second half running out the clock. Now, Jared Goff is in the mix as an every week play all of a sudden. This is going back to his days with the Rams. Well, it's a great Lions offense. They keep them well protected. The weapons are out the charts here with 
Amon Ross St. Brown and Josh Reynolds. And I think they'll have to throw a little bit more with DeAndre Swift there. So uh, on the shelf. So you have Jameson Williams coming back soon. That's going to enhance things, but it's already pretty good with DJ Chark and Josh Reynolds helping St. Brown. You also have Jared Goff feeling it with TJ Hawkinson all of a sudden. So great matchup at home against the Seahawks there to put up the numbers there. And the Lions defense is bad. So that's also going to maybe prompt Goff to keep passing a little bit more into the second half. They're not a runaway and hide team the way that the Packers are. So Jared Goff is going to be very productive this week. Trevor Lawrence, it is a tough matchup for sure. The Eagles defense is playing well. They've thwarted Kirk Cousins and Carson Wentz, but I think Trevor Lawrence is more talented than both of those guys. Doug Peterson and the spread offense is going to cause some problems there. So the Jaguars offense playing too well right now to cool off on Trevor Lawrence again. Everything was going to Trey Lance and Justin Fields, and we talked a little bit about Zach Wilson, if he could be healthy and play, and we looked at also Mac Jones, can he put it together, but Trevor Lawrence, I think we forgot about him as the number one overall pick, that if he could put it together, this offense will look competent, you're going to see the numbers, and we see that with Trevor Lawrence. I also think if you're in a deep streaming situation, you could look at Cooper Rush this week, the Commander's defense has been terrible against the pass. Rushes look fantastic. The only question has been getting those multiple TD passes. They run the ball well as well in his uh, couple starts here to go 2-0. and But yeah, it's a good matchup here. I think Noah Brown and Amari, Co- and Amari Cooper's uh, replacement as the number one, C.D. Lamb. Uh, he kind of looked like that finally. So you had C.D. Lamb and uh, Noah Brown. You could get Michael Gallup this week as well to get his feet wet with some limited snaps here. So... Looking at that, they used a little bit of Jalen Tolbert last week, so maybe they're getting a little bit more confident in the rookie. There you also could get Dalton Schultz returning. So Cooper Rush might have a, a decent array of weapons here to go after with on the Commanders at home this week. That's also what I like about it. It's not on the road. Jacoby Brissett, you can also look at him. He played really well on uh, Thursday night in Week 3 against the Steelers. The Falcons defense pretty weak here overall. I think Jacoby Brissett can get it done with uh, a... Diversity of targets playing off the running game there. So I do like the Browns to score ample points there in Atlanta. Guys that I don't like at quarterback this week, Matthew Stafford. Uh, it was brutal last week to see him not throw a touchdown pass there in that win against the Cardinals. They're more of a grindy team at this point. You can't say the 49ers defense is going to help them get well. Derek Carr hasn't looked all that great either. I know he put up 300 yards last week, but... Everything else was kind of shaky. The Broncos defense has been pretty nasty here early in the season. So no Derek Carr. Carson Wentz, if you can avoid him, do it. He might be your best option if you drafted some other disappointing guys at this rate. But, yeah, coming off a bad game. So I could see Stafford and Wentz maybe rebounding, but I would lean toward not happening here based on the defensive matchups on the road. Marcus Mariota not going to feel it. The Browns may not have Miles Garrett in this game. Had, unfortunately, that single car accident where he suffered multiple injuries, but still... This Browns defense can be formidable here. If they can contain the run against the Falcons, then it's going to be tough on Marcus Mariota. I'm not going with Jameis Winston. He's very shaky right now with that injury, so we can't go there. Ryan Tannehill, he's been a pretty good streamer in two out of the three weeks here that we've seen, but the Colts, uh, again, defense is a little bit up and down. They are definitely a better home-playing defense, especially if Shaquille Leonard can learn and live and uh, be better this week uh, and be out there on the field. So... Ryan Tannehill got a cool up on, and then Daniel Jones and Justin Fields. There was some promise for both these guys being sleepers, but for different reasons, they're struggling. Both are having pass protection issues. Jones doesn't have many receivers. Fields doesn't have many receivers, but Jones and Fields also not executing. So 
Two QB league, super flex. You can't even look at Jones and Fields at this rate just because of the low rate of production. So, And we look at that game being a very low total, 39, 38 points, Bears and Giants. Uh, yeah, it's going to be pretty much a running back dominated game in that one in week number four in the Meadowlands, I guess now, MetLife Stadium with those teams playing. So a lot of defense in that game, not going to invest too much there in DFS either, Giants and Bears. All right, that uh, takes a look at the quarterback rankings and the guys that you should think about playing, stronger plays than usual, weaker plays than usual this week. We'll get into running backs in the same way in our next segment, so we'll... uh, Take a little bit more deeper dive there because you're going to be starting to and thinking about flexes there in your leagues for running back in week number four. We told you to top this episode of Lockdown Fantasy Football. It was brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. As you gear up for fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire in all cylinders, just like the NFL. You got to have the right uh, coaching staff in place to uh, make sure you get the most out of your players and it's uh, the teams that are putting it all together in the right way that are going to have the most success. And LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to have you have the same results to help you find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a job post for free in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of more than 810 million people. Then add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame there and uh, that will... Uh, Give you uh, what you're looking for and uh, really get people on board with your business there at LinkedIn. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on the candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. So again, using that uh, hashtag hiring frame will let everyone know, spreading the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires Versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash LockdownNFL. That's linkedin.com slash LockdownNFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. All right, it's time to continue the show here on Locked on Fantasy Football. We're going to start looking at the running backs that we really like this week. We'll go through the rankings there, and then we'll tell you the fringe guys that you may want to think about uh, starting or sitting here in Week 4. Jonathan Taylor, I think this is going to be smash rebound spot for him at home against the Titans. The Titans, again, can be more vulnerable against the run. We saw them give up some big runs in Week 1 to Saquon Barkley. I think this could be a similar type of game for Jonathan Taylor, like him. Nick Chubb, a Georgia native, played at the University of Georgia. Going back to Atlanta near Athens, I think he destroys the Falcons' run defense this week. Love him. He's been awesome. Saquon Barkley, we've mentioned him on that game. Uh, Yeah, the Bears' run defense has been pretty weak here. We saw the big game by Damian Pierce against them. So love Saquon this week. Christian McCaffrey, this might be a week for him to get going against the Cardinals' defense. They need to get him more touches in the passing game, but he did rush for 100 yards last week, so maybe things are turning the corner here. I think he needs to get a few more catches, get in the end zone, then we're going to see the Christian McCaffrey we want in fantasy football. Derrick Henry on the other side of things. The Colts, we'll see if they get uh, their leader, Shaquille Leonard, back, but Henry got that get-well game last week against the Raiders. You have a Jamal Williams. Yeah, he's locked in for a big game this week. DeAndre Swift set to miss a game. 
or two or three with the shoulder injury. So Jamal Williams going to get a heavy volume here. Craig Reynolds will fill in some of the touches of Swift, but Williams coming off a big game against the Vikings. So like him a lot this week. Joe Mixon could rebound there. I do like the volume, and we'll watch it on uh, Thursday night. But he does have the ankle injury, so we're going to watch that. If not, you would uh, pivot to Samaje Pirine. He's been the handcuff that I've uh, recommended all along here when going after Mixon. Pirine did look pretty good. They're cleaning up against the Jets. He also scored a touchdown last week. So Pirine has looked pretty good. But Mixon, if he's going, uh, is in a good spot against the Dolphins' defense this week. Austin Eckler. This needs to be a week for him to get going at the Texans, so... Get well game, hopefully, for Eckler this week. Najee Harris uh, at home against the Jets. Love that spot here for Harris. He's going to get the volume. Always a good shot to score a touchdown here, so love him this week. James Robinson, you can't take him out of your lineup, even though the Eagles can be tough on the run here. So we did see Antonio Gibson get in the end zone. So Robinson, power back, feeling it. The Jaguars offensive line really playing well. Leonard Fournette. He was awesome against the Chiefs in Super Bowl 55, so getting a chance to go after that run defense. We talked about Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon there against the Patriots. They should see good volume in the second half with that big spread there to close the game out. For the Packers, it could very much play out like the Week 2 game against the Bears. would not surprise me there with the domination of New England in Green Bay. Javonta Williams, good chance to get going there. Just needs to separate a little bit from Melvin Gordon. Good matchup there. Against the Raiders, James Conner, Panthers' run defense is pretty weak here, so should be a little bit healthier this week to go after them. Dalvin Cook, he might play with the shoulder harness this week there and uh, brace uh, for that Saints game. If he's in there, he's in your lineup, then they trust him. If he doesn't make the trip, you got to pivot to Alexander Madison this week as uh, Cook's top understudy and getting a bulk of the carries there against the Saints. Speaking of the Saints, Alvin Kamara, it's not been pretty here for Alvin Kamara, but we got to stick with him. He's still getting some decent volume. He had the fumble last week that he lost, so Kamara has been slowing down, but they got to get this guy going again. The Vikings, their defense, we saw they struggled a little bit against Detroit in the running game last week with the Swift and Williams. Cordero Patterson, he's your NFC Offensive Player of the Week. He's bringing it still. All the doubts about whether he could still carry the workload here for Arthur Smith. He looks great as running back. It helps when you don't get touched too much, and you can run fast and use your speed. So Patterson looking good here, and he's RB2 this week against the Browns. Antonio Gibson, until we see Brian uh, Robinson Jr. in the lineup there, he's going to be the main man for the Commanders. Not too much cut in from J.D. McKissick, so you got to play him against the Cowboys. He did have a big game against them uh, as a rookie on Thanksgiving in Dallas uh, a few years ago. Khalil Herbert. Looks like he's going to be the guy. I don't see David Montgomery starting here with the knee and ankle injuries. I know they say both are minor, but it's multiple injuries, so we're going to uh, assume it's going to be Herbert in there, and we love Herbert. He's been producing as an RB1 off the bench for his own team so far. Some other guys I really like. Damian Pierce, you got to stick with the hot hand. He has a little bit of ball security issues. Hopefully he'll clean that up in practice this week. He was just way too productive last week not to command the ball again. Ezekiel and Tony Pollard, they're figuring out the nice one-two punch here and really helped maybe by the Dak Prescott injury because these are now the lifeblood, bread-and-butter guys of this offense. So, see the Commanders, again, their entire defense is struggling at this point. So, love the two Cowboys again this week. Kareem Hunt, I think, will trickle off with Nick Chubb in the production there. I think this is going to be a big smash game for the Browns running game, setting up their passing game nicely with Jacoby Brissett. Ramondre Stevenson seems to be the guy here with... Uh, the snaps there, he's going to be getting a lot of volume as they want to try to keep this Packers offense off the field. 
I think Ramondre bumps up now to an RB2 status, while Damian Harris is more of a flex play to me this week, a strong flex play. Again, they're getting the ball, they're getting it in key situations here. This is what the Patriots have to do offensively, most reliably here this season. Brees Hall is uh, going to get going this week. Michael Carter, both have great opportunities against the Steelers' run defense. They got destroyed by that uh, Chubb-Hunt combination in Week 3. So similar game plan should be in effect here with Hall and Carter for the Jets on the road and uh, to try to stay in the game against the Steelers. Rashad Penny, this is a great opportunity. They haven't worked in Ken Walker too much, the rookie from the Seahawks uh, for Michigan State. Uh, so looking at Rashad Penny, Lions' run defense has been pretty bad. It is giving up the most fantasy points per game here so far in the early part of the season. So Rashad Penny should have a very good game there as the best source of offense for the Seahawks, and the receivers will also pretty, do pretty well with Geno Smith. Melvin Gordon, he's going to be in there. He's going to get the key touches. I do, again, like a lot of things in the Broncos' offense in this particular week to deliver for you here. All right, that's a look at the running backs that you definitely want to play this week and uh, look at the rankings, how they break down, and uh, guys that uh, we really feel good about overall that may be on the fringe on your team. Now, don't forget... Here, we're talking fantasy football, but don't forget about our other show on the network that does that for you. It is Locked on Dynasty Football, taking the approach of keepers and dynasty there for this game. We love fantasy football, so check it out. We do a great job there as well with our hosts uh, Marcus and Kate and Ryan and Matt to bring in really the dynasty information you need to know there for long-term fantasy football success to uh, parlay off what we give you here on Locked on Fantasy Football. All right, it is time to close the show, and we're going to look at the running backs that we want to not play this week, if we can. Uh, in some leagues, you're just going to be playing these guys because this is what you have, but these are guys that I don't think will have as good of games here in week number four. Miles Sanders, the split is starting to happen. He's a little bit touchdown dependent right now. It's not guaranteed with Jalen Hurts being a red zone runner, so Miles Sanders against the Jaguars, it, it's a... Tough spot than you think here because this Jaguars front is playing pretty well with Devin Lloyd, the rookie from Utah, has been very good and linebacker filling in. So I think it's going to be a passing game for the Eagles quite a bit here. And Sanders has to diversify with Ken Gainwell and uh, Boston Scott. It's going to be a little bit tough there with Miles Sanders. So I think you do a little bit better as an RB2 than Miles Sanders. Jeff Wilson, Rams have been nasty against the run. I mean, they've struggled a lot against the pass. And Aaron Donald and that front have... Uh, had some issues getting the quarterback, but in terms of stuffing the run, they've been outstanding. So you can't go with Wilson Jr. You're really dependent on him in his rushing production touchdown. So don't like the matchup this week. Josh Jacobs has just been meh. Played through the illness last week against the Titans. Didn't have a lot of good numbers there. So can't play him against the Broncos. I know the Broncos run defense isn't perfect, but they tend to stop the volume, and that's good enough here to not get the production you need from Jacobs. Clyde Edwards-Alaire just uh, is getting tough here. He's now splitting with uh, Jarek McKinnon. So this is more about Clyde Edwards-Alaire we thought we'd see. It's a tough matchup against Vita Vea in the Buccaneers front this week. Also the fast linebackers can contain him in the passing game. Devin White and Levante David. So CH you cannot go with. Devin Singletary Again, a little bit of fade here, a little bit more James Cook. They're still factoring in Zach Moss. This is going to be pass, pass, pass game against the Ravens this week. 
Cam Akers, Daryl Henderson, I don't know what you're getting from either. And the 49ers, a tough matchup. I don't want to trust this committee. Akers did look good and scored a touchdown last week, but he had a chance for a second one and he fumbled the ball away. So I don't know what kind of rotation you're going to get from these Rams back. But Sean McVay has been kind of annoying with a lot of things except for the usage of Cooper Cup this season. J.K. Dobbins, uh, not going to go with them. I don't know what his touches are going to be like, and the Bills' defense is really tough. Raheem Mostert and Chase Edmonds. We've had an Edmonds okay game in Week 1, a Mostert okay game in Week 2, then we had a blow-up game with two touchdowns for Edmonds in Week 3. I don't know what you're going to get in Cincinnati. Who's going to be the hot hand? How are they going to work the game script? So Mike McDaniel creating a conundrum with these two backs and their usage here so far early in the season. If you had to play one of them, I would go with Edmonds here and hope for the best that... He'll be involved in the passing game. Sure, they trail here with uh, Tua versus Joe Burrow. And you look at uh, Travis Etienne. That's a really uh, tricky spot for him because, again, the Eagles are a little bit more active in coverage there where James Robinson is more of that power back. And Robinson is just being the more reliable touches at this point. Etienne has been the change of pace. He got a little bit more work than expected there against the Chargers as they were closing out the clock there in week number three. So... Again, I think it's a good landscape here for running backs this week. I think, to sum up, I do like these studs to get going and to really help your team this week. So, Taylor and McCaffrey, we want to see go off. Chubb and Barkley have been the nice uh, work guys so far. Derrick Henry got well. So, the familiar names are going to get going. The guys you drafted uh, going down a little bit more to Leonard Fournette. You'll get that kind of a return. And I'm, I'm confident you'll get Joe Mixon, looking like Joe Mixon, Austin Eckler, also uh, playing really well this week. So, you got the top running backs. You've been waiting for the returns. I think they start to happen here in week number four. All right, that's how we're going to break down these matchups for you. We're going to do it by position. So those are the quarterbacks and running backs that uh, I'm recommending to deploy and avoid if you can here in week four. Thanks for making Locked On Fantasy Football your first listen every day. Our next episode, we'll be focusing on the wide receivers there to uh, start and sit as well as the tight ends and some defensive recommendations there for you for your fantasy lineups in week four now make your second list of the peacock and williamson nfl show brian peacock and former nfl scout matt williamson give you the expert nfl analysis in less than 30 minutes it's free and available just like this show wherever you get your podcast for locked on fantasy football this has been Vinny Iyer. we'll see you tomorrow there as we break down the matchups for the receiving course